So the first time I was in Las Vegas, it was on a work trip, and I met my boss out there, and notor notorious cheapskate, my boss, and he uh, he was complaining about all this that we had to pay for if we wanted to find some entertainment before our conference started the night before, and then I was like, this is going to suck if this is my week. I mean, I got to spend my day listening to how he complains about everything it costs too much in Las Vegas. I mean... I can go get a dollar beer across the street, but, you know, he wants a nice beer somewhere else. So we're walking by, and lo and behold, there's the Bellagio. And he goes, hey, I think uh, the water show starts every half hour or something. So we stood there for 10 minutes waiting for it. And I'll be damned if Viva Las Vegas didn't come on and Barry had his first and still favorite Vegas show. Viva Las Vegas with the water fountains and the Bellagio. That music and that water show just really changed my whole mood. And uh, I had a wonderful trip. Of course, my wife showing up that weekend hurt or didn't hurt at all. You know, that was that was nice because then we actually finally went to shows and out to nice dinners. But all right, that story took a completely different turn. And second, you said mood. Your your mood changed. Yeah, my mood. I'm Barry. Uh, I'm Carson. And I'm Joshua. And this is the Black Door Musical Mudument. Uh, we're going to be uh, having a good time talking about Sin City and some of the music, some musical mu Jesus musical experiences, and uh, some of the famous musical acts that the city has brought. Hey, if you don't hear your fuse. <laughs> Wow, your favorite. You know, you've given me so much shit about I not know. cutting anything. I'm I not know. cutting this. No, no, don't <laughs> you, you give me shit every fucking no. week about how You're I right. don't edit enough. You're, You're getting everything uncut. This episode uncut. For anybody who's uncut. involved, this is uncut. This is gonna uncut. be a full uncut episode. <laughs> so right. this, this is karma. This is mute and musicals. And all I wanted to say was, <laughs> all I wanted to say was, if you Baby, don't hear about outside? your favorite musical Ooh. act, write me an email. At gofuckyourself.podjament.com. So I will say, um, in terms of music for Vegas, okay, real quick, quick tally. Josh, have you been to Vegas? I have been to Vegas. Okay, cool. So we've all been to Vegas. Because um, that was actually a question. I, I actually wasn't sure we were going into recording. This is whether or not we'd all been there. Um, so I am going to start off with a pro tip. Okay. And this is more related to shows in general, but it is heavily music driven shows. Um, when I first went to Vegas, it was actually for my honeymoon. My family gave us a um, surprise honeymoon, so we didn't really know what we were doing other than, hey, don't go to work for five days, make sure they know, and you're on honeymoon. Cool. So, like, the wedding night, they gave us a book that had plane tickets, hotel reservations, like, everything all in it. And they gave us tickets to see Beatles Love on, like, the first night we were there. And Beatles Love, Cirque Show... It's awesome. They do some really cool remixing, remastering of Beatles songs. It's amazing. The theater was built for this show. So they have speakers like in every single seat as well as like a main sound system. So like they have sound drifting in and out all around you, everything, right? And we go to it and it was amazing. And then like a day later or two days later, they had tickets for us to go see Lion King. And like the Broadway version, you know, with puppets and shit. And I will say, I was kind of enthusiastic about seeing that, but after going to a Cirque show, 
The best part of Lion King was that they had a bar that you could refill the 32 ounce, mm. uh, you know, Jaeger bombs <laughs> yeah. for the second act. And that was the best part was getting drunk to Lion King. And Let me ask, did yeah. were there people there doing Jaeger bombs with their kids in the audience? I mean, I don't know if they were like with their kids, their kids were also doing Jaeger bombs or were they drinking around their children? Because if you, you know, this are is thinking an unedited that show, drinking so around, why don't you just make the right choice? Well, I mean, everyone is drinking constantly in Vegas, so there's <laughs> there's especially that. Especially the kids. I mean, and, you know, yeah. you see those guys going down Vegas with those meter-long uh, frozen drinks on necklaces, and then yeah. you see another a kid with a cup with the same, you know, red slushy. You're like, I hope his doesn't have vodka, bud. I just hope. Hope they didn't get those messed up. Yeah. Actually, my favorite was when you'd see the person with the meter-long, you know, cup with frozen drink while carrying, like, a Bud Light as well. And you're just like, God, which is the mixer? Which, we're like, which, which is the main and which is the chaser? Like, Dude, I can't wh- figure this out. When you're drinking those sugary drinks, you got to stay hydrated. <laughs> Bud Light, hey! Um, so, I, I think that as we're, as, as we're just kind of looking through this, I think the music is just such a big thing in Vegas. Now, again... There are shows. There are street performers. The street performers can be musicians. There's fantastic acts just out on the street. I mean, it's it's a whole experience. Yeah, and there's fantastic really, buskers. I mean, you go downtown yeah, oh, sure. and every 10 yards there's there's people with a whole amp and setup. And it's like, how the fuck did you get that down here? And they're playing for dollars and you give them a dollar and just enjoy the show. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that that's like as people start talking about the idea of starting traveling. Like it seems like everyone I'm talking to is right now. is like, Oh, I got to take a trip. I want to do my trip. We need my traveling in. Got to make and sure honestly, this COVID lasts a long time. Let's take a trip. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, and I just kind of keep thinking about the, the whole idea of just, you know, the music, where's the music at. And I kind of just, again, kind of think through Vegas where it has everything, everything. It has everything. Yep. So I kind of well, like the, the text that you sent out earlier, and you're like, okay, so here's here's what everybody's gonna say, and and I quote, like if Barry says Sinatra, it's because he is actually an 80 year old woman, and when I say Celine Dion, it's because I'm awesome, and when Josh says Liberace, we just let it go. Yeah, exactly. And 100. percent And I started laughing when I read that because I'm like, okay. So when I think of Vegas, Liberace was actually one of them because when I was there <laughs> yes. and I had to rent a car from Enterprise, the Liberace Museum was right next door. And so as we were waiting for the car, it took like an hour for us to get the car. So we had to go over to the museum just to check it out in all of its rhinestone glory. It was, it was Dude, actually you pretty really awesome. Need to, you really need to get the preferred membership. It's free, and then you don't have to wait in line for an hour. Uh, he's talking about at the Liberace Museum, just to yeah, clarify. Yeah. You just want to get Liberace right in the doors. Yeah, yeah you yeah. just sign up. You, you, yeah. I mean, you'll yeah. get some emails, but yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, well, it's so, funny because like, I got nothing against Frank, but uh, mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned, Frank is a, uh, a recording artist. And, yeah, he. I mean, huge concerts and stuff, but recording artist a movie star, and yes, he also hung out with the Rat Pack in a famous run. But that was really late in his career. It was like, this isn't, you know, that wasn't his most of his career. So I kind of think of it as like, hey, he was doing this for a little bit of money on the side and and some fun. Uh, But like, if you ask me, you know, 
first musical uh, Las Vegas person who had a residency, you know, someone who lived there for a time. Uh, Liberace is certainly one, not the first one that comes to my mind, but a great pianist. Wayne Newton instantly comes to my mind as one of the great. He's been there, I believe, since the 60s. He's still alive. He's 79. He's I mean, I think he had to sell his horse ranch, which is sad, but uh, he still lives out there. And, you know, he's still got a place at a casino. His show's closed right now. I did take a look, and you can not, not buy tickets yet, but um, they're hoping they'll open soon. I mean, uh, Wayne Newton, uh, Las Vegas singer. That's, you know, you say Las Vegas musician. I think Wayne Newton. Hmm. Fair enough. Actually, one of I the mean, ones that came to mind what, for me was Blue Man Group. Uh, mm-hmm. So... Just with no, the, certainly. the extravagance of their show, like uh, I know they yeah. played in Vegas uh, quite a few times, but just when I think of Vegas, I think of like these yeah. extravagant shows, and and Blue Man Group comes to comes to mind. Uh, no, I think you have I a haven't point. seen them there, but I know they've played there. With the extravagant shows, they're all fabulous. I've seen some. I haven't seen. I've only seen one Cirque show, and um, we got the tickets to the cheapest one, which just happened to be Zumanity, which is the one with nudity. So both my wife and I were uh, very happy about that. But, I mean, it wasn't one of those big musical spectaculars. But there's kind of like a two two tiers of shows. It's like the, you know, the sound and the visual experience, and then there's like the old-time in, like, nightclub act shows that because they're so popular on a big screen, like Wayne Newton or Sinatra or, but it's, or even what's that Canadian lady? Celine Dion. Celine Dion. There we go. Jinx. You owe me a call. I like that. They uh, said that Canadian lady and, and, and yeah. that's where we went. See, well, and I talk about Celine Dion all the time. So when you asked it, I didn't want you, cause I, I just have a feeling that if I would have said it, you would have given me some shit. So if you noticed, I just took a big old yawn when no, you said, who's Celine that Canadian Dion, lady? And I'm I like, mean, oh, I'm okay, pretty sure not she's taking about, your bait, bud. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Celine Dion is about to replace a maple leaf on the Canadian flag. She's a treasure. <laughs> she is a treasure. I believe. I believe in life after uh, Still, <laughs> one of... Yeah, that's share, but... Damn um, it! Oh, shit, it is. Yeah, of course you love that one. It's auto-tuned. Actually, that's one of my favorite use of auto-tune. Um, shit. But I was trying to find, and it's really hard, but, like, one site I was looking at today kind of said that Louis Prima was the first one to give uh, Vegas its feel because he started uh, a, a residency in 1954 in the Sahara. And so, you know, this was Louis Prima. Uh, he was really known for songs like Sing, 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 you know, big swing time act. But of course, in the 50s, swing's getting a little old. So he's, you know, looking for a place where where olders are, are sitting around with their beers and, and martinis and looking for his type of music. So he takes up a, a, a residency with Keely Smith, who apparently was pretty young. But anyway. Saying, you know, just a gigolo, uh, uh, I can't, I don't know, all that old well, black magic. Well, he's thinking about that. I want to go ahead and just go ahead and make my uh, argument slash joke, which I kind of ruined already, which yeah. was, and we have Celine Dion, and then we have, like, the slightly older version of Celine Dion that's just a little bit different, Share, And that was going to be my whole bit that I was going to try yeah. to make, 
and then in my head I completely fucked it up because yeah. I essentially got the punchline <laughs> way before the jokes. So, uh, you know, there we go. Crushed it. Yeah. Well. Nailed it. I just want I just want to have Britney Spears opening for Cher, opening for Celine Dion. Or just alternate. Every night they alternate who's headlining so yeah. they can get to bed a little earlier each night. I got to say, I'm a, I'm a little disappointed I've never been in that room because that's a huge room that they built for Celine at Caesars Palace. And um, the tickets are always like $130 for the cheap seats. Yeah, but when you're there, I know, there's I nothing know. to fear. Right. Especially like when you're on a, a streak. I mean, don't get me wrong. You're not always on a streak, but. I mean, yeah, but I mean, you have to believe that your heart will go on. <laughs> I mean, sorry. Yes, and the other people have been performing music. So when Josh? you're on a heat, when you're on a streak, do you just go, "I'm the king of the world"? <laughs> I think that was from the Lion King show, wasn't it? Yeah, it can be. I guess. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I think the other part of the the, whole, the other music thing that I think that this is, in my opinion, this is the thing that is dating in a point where um, Las Vegas is also known for a lot of that great electronic music. In fact, they actually have one of like the bigger festivals, um, Electric yep. Daisy Carnival, which is huge, postponed um, from, I believe it was going to be in um, May, June. Now it's actually out in October for this year. It was canceled last year um, because of this COVID thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still waiting for a good update. I apparently hear it's coming. I've been getting my news from MySpace. Um and uh but with that it's you know it, it the music takes place at night over like a 12 hour period each night over 3 days out at the racetrack mm-hmm. and like there is some great video and i have to share the story about like a coworker who uh when i started at my job that i'm at now this is not 6 years ago and they were doing a live stream of it and i was like oh my gosh is anybody watching the live stream of of EDC and my coworker's like, what's EDC? I'm like, oh, Electric Daisy Carnival. It's awesome. But the fact that they're streaming it, like, this is crazy. Like, it's amazing. You can, like, just drop in and, like, you know, watch some of it. And the guy was like, oh, I'm not really sure what this is. Googles it. And it was, like, immediately, like, this is our thing. I mean, you may have said something, but this is now mine. We, we are fans of this. And, like, the next year he's like, hey, are you planning on going? I'm like, no. He goes, okay, cool, because I just bought tickets. I just thought it would be awkward if we both tried to take PTO to do it at the same time. And <laughs> I was like, oh, I mean, it's not a big deal. And then he's like, well, the next year he's like, well, are you planning on going this year? I'm like, no, nah, man, I am too old and too fat to go to that show at this point. And he goes, okay, cool. I, I already have my tickets to it. <laughs> just wanted to make sure that if you need a chance, you know, I wanted you to feel like you could. I just feel like every time I get it, like, yeah, yeah it's cool. But apparently Drew Carey goes to that. That's sweet. Yeah, he's got a lot of money. Yeah, that'll happen. <clears throat> no, it's it's interesting Price because I was reading a website today, and they said that it's like you can't ignore uh, the EDM, their DJs, as some of the top performers in Vegas because oh yeah, based on how many people come and how much they get paid, they're right up there. You know, so, oh yeah, uh, yeah, no, and it's been going on way too long to call it a fad. This is you know, this is another type of music, and uh, you can't which. I think that, and I know that I was talking about this as one of the other people that we're going. To, I actually request that we start doing some EDM artists, and Denied. I think I'm doing a little bit of pulling people into the fold on that one because I, 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 
correct me if I'm wrong. I think I'm the only person that enjoys EDM on the podcast, with the possible exception of Carrie in moderate, moderate cases. I wouldn't I say think that I don't enjoy it. I don't search it out. I that's think fair. That's fair. I, and, and I think that that's, again, kind of talking about expanding your musical you know, collection. That's one of the things that we try to do is when we know that there's something that someone may not search out, we want to try, try to supply some of that. So, you know, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. But um, I know that when, like, one of the last times I was there, there was an opportunity to go see some artists that I'm pretty fond of, and I opted to not do it, and I still kind of kick myself for not going, and it's just kind of a bummer. But uh, again, this mm-hmm. goes back to, in Las Vegas at any given time, non-COVID times, <laughs> you have, you know, huge celebrities from the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s and current in all different kinds of genres and you have you mean oldies? everything to kind of cut yes the the 2010s yeah. those oldies those oldies um those oldies the oldie moldies but 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 i mean like that's that's one of the things that's really great about it and um can i tangent real quick because i just had a story that popped into my head and i want to share it again you guys i know this one's <laughs> this one's a it's a hey, doozy you know and what? it's a we'll true story. We'll have to talk, ask our editor. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Um, so one time I went to Vegas and my mother and my sister met us there. And when my mom was there, my mom is known to be a little bit klutzy at times. Okay. And we're riding the train up and down the strip, right? And we're going to this show and we get inside and we're going to, I don't remember. I actually think it might've been Beatles Love. So we get inside of TI and my mom goes, oh, shoot, I think I left my purse on the train. We might need to go back and get it. Okay. Which I think to the rest of us, we probably went, well, you don't have a purse anymore. You know, good deal. Good Mm -hmm. story. And she was like, oh, but we probably need to go look for it because my driver's license is in it and I can't fly back without it. Now, I'm getting a whole lot of, like, very judgy looks on the audio podcast. But, yes, that's exactly what we thought, too. So, the whole thing is, like, she has her ticket to Vito's Love. We call into the police. We call into the transit authority. And we go into the show. And we're like, you probably need to cancel your cards. She goes, yeah, but, you know, we'll probably find it. So, I don't know if I need to cancel my cards quite yet. Okay. (laughs) By some miracle... Someone actually saw her walk off the train, pick it up, and actually gave it to transit authorities right away and said, I don't want anything bad to happen to this. And so we actually had a voicemail at the end of the, that we get out of the show. I have a voicemail. They're holding it at the station at the very end of the line where there is fucking nothing. Okay. Like. The, stri- the strip is really lit up. This is literally darkness with like one bulb like flickering at the station. And they're going to come down there. You can pick it up. I'm like, great. We'll go down. We'll pick it up, etc. My mom was staying somewhere else. Like she was off. I'm like, we'll go get this. Not a big deal. They're like, they contacted me and I go to pick it up and they were like, perfect. Um, We do need to validate that this is, you know, actually for you. And I was like, okay. And they were like, it's kind of weird there aren't any pictures of you in this either. We were kind of expecting there to be like a family photo. I'm like, oh no, I'm the black sheep actually. Uh, That's not surprising at all. Can I describe all of the other people in the pictures that are in there? I've got photos of the rest of them, like flipping through them. And they were like, 
this is really sad. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, it doesn't bother me anymore. It bothers everyone else. Like, it really bugged my wife, but <laughs> it's really not a big deal to me. Here's part of the family. It, it, there's a family photo in there that it is actually me. She loves this picture. It's from when I was like 12. Um, we're all wearing polos. I described the whole thing, and they were like, yeah, you can have it back. This is seriously like the funniest, saddest thing that we've experienced. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah that's cool, it's fine. And they're Wait, going, you're the, the one that came to get it. <laughs> this is, cannot be the funniest, saddest thing that happened in the Vegas Transit Authority. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. Also, There's a lot less puke also, on this one, though. Look, that was just Beatles love, though. That's what I know. Was. We had certain rules for this episode, but yeah, it's my favorite thing. It's not a train. It's a monorail. Sorry, I apologize. What are monorails? Um, they're trains that are less efficient. Whoa, 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 What are they? So it's not a train. It's a monorail. It's not a train. It's a. It's a what? It's a small train. Oh, I'm sorry. I just. Oh man. Marketing. You know what my favorite part of that was? When Barry's like, "It's not a train," and I was like, "Oh, perfect. We're setting up the t-ball. Hand me the bat. I'm ready to swing. Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play." So I just wanted to throw this in there. Now, Penn Gillette may be known for a Las Vegas magician when really he'd say he's just carny trash that happens to have a show with a great magician. But also since uh, for I think over 10 years, he's been playing upright bass with a jazz pianist at his shows. And two years ago, they put out a jazz album called The Show Before the Show where Mm -hmm. he... And uh, Jonesy, his piano player, who is a great I was jazz. really hoping you were going with H. John Benjamin there. Not going <laughs> to lie. <laughs> anyway, so I just got to say, uh, Penn Jillette's been playing music nightly, except for this last year. on Because on, of COVID? In, uh, in Las Vegas, in front of a crowd. <laughs> I think he's a Las Vegas musician now. That's just me. Are we are we supposed to vote yay or nay on that? No. I mean, you, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I agree. No. Yeah. You're Why supposed not? to say yes, Barry, yes and brilliant. then we'll, I found we'll ten dollars. We'll give you a complimentary one there, Barry. Wow, this is brilliant. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that bit of nugget with us. Where does he play? Does he play at the Golden Nugget? Uh, no, it's the one off the strip, just over the highway. The what Silver Nugget. The. Got it right oh, here, man. Rio. It's Rio. The Rio. Got it. It's in an out burger on the way over there, depending on which way mm-hmm. you go. Um, and also, Penn and, Penn and Teller, a longest running show on Las Vegas. They've, they've mm. broken all the records for longest residency, you know, casino. Very good. Yeah, well, I think that's about all I got for, for Vegas stuff. I'm just trying to help there not be a, like th- a lot of awkward <laughs> silence here so that you don't have to edit anything. I'm not editing it. I'm not doing it. I'm going to leave it. That's not true. I might cut the story. But my well, mind. Here, we'll here's another one. Um, I'll, I'll tell you personally, in all the bars, uh, all those bands that play cover music all night at the bars just off the casinos, they're, they're a godsend because my wife would go sit over there while I get into either a blackjack or a craps session and I'm like, holy cow, we better go get supper. We were going to eat at 7, and it must be, and I look at my watch, midnight. Sorry. And she's like, no, it's okay. I was just enjoying the uh, enjoying the band. I had some uh, mozzarella sticks earlier, so I'm good. I'm like, okay. 
let's go find Denny's. And then we eat steak and eggs and go to bed. Damn, I really want to travel with you, Barry. It sounds like a lot of fun. Hey, <laughs> you know. The grandest of times. The yeah. grandest of times. What'd Actually, you do? I went and played games and ignored you for five hours, yeah. and then we got Denny's. Oh, no, shit, man. Stepping up the big game. We go see a show every night. She and a show? She a show. She a show. Was it m- and usually, usually we go rent a vehicle that we want to uh, see about. Like, we've rented a Harley oh, and a Corvette. You, you, rent a, you rent a vehicle you want to go see about. Yeah. I want to see about it, and then I rent it, and then I see about it in the desert. Try to find some corpses. Try to make some corpses or no. find some, just to clarify. Find some. Nice. Fun. Here's a top tip. If you rent a, cor- uh, a convertible in the desert, leave the top up. You you won't want the top down. Music. Yeah. Music. Well, I mean, I feel like the big selling point here, or the big thing that we're trying to say here is, Man, I think we could all really go for a great trip of, to uh, Vegas yeah. in, like, 2018. Yep. Um, Plus, I know we're not really supposed to, like, share what happens in Vegas because it's supposed to just stay there. No one wants to so hear about your gunnery. this yeah. is touche. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you know, the, this, this, this conversation, this really didn't happen. Right. Mm-hmm. But I do want to say that you should share about share if you go to Vegas. <laughs> That's the one thing that doesn't stay in Vegas. Is, is she playing share. in share in, in Vegas? I don't think she is right now. No, but <laughs> she, I'm sure she has. I'm sure. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. At this point, I don't know if I'd want to see share in Vegas. You don't want to see share. I'm. I'm I should see share. Okay. Well, why don't you tell uh, write me and tell me about your favorite Vegas? Uh, musical Barry, we just talked about it i don't know that i need to write you about it no not yeah. you I oh seriously who, I like i you know oh Steve so those those mom. people at home <laughs> fair enough well my mom might not write because i know she has the address she was keeping it in her wallet which i'm sure she's <laughs> left somewhere else <laughs> you know i found that story a bit heartwarming i was i was about to go yeah was she doing a tap dance singing and singing a song because this is a music podcast but then i was like Oh, that's nice that somebody found it and actually gave yeah, it. Yeah, no, back. actually, like, hey, like again, like if that was your hesitation, was you were afraid that you're going to leave your wallet on the monorail train and that you wouldn't get it back. I mean, it happened. I've seen it. I was shocked, but yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, for for this week, I have been Karsten. I've been Barry, and I've been Joshua. Thank you for sharing your time with us. If you like this episode, we are so sorry. But this has been the Black Door Music Argument, where opinions are always welcome. But are probably wrong. Including mine. We provide the best research Wikipedia offers. So tell all of your friends and your mistress. Or your manstress. Or your other token female friends. But not your grandma. Unless your grandma's fucking cool. Make sure to rate and review us on iTunes. Look for us on Instagram. We're not on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. We don't tweet. Like us on Facebook. Okay, Boomer. Talk about us on MySpace. Or Friendster. Stop trying to out MySpace me. And always remember to clear your browser history. But most of all. Especially important. Super crucial. The ultimate. Baby, Baby it's cold, cold outside. outside.